0: T welcome to the podcast.
1: Oh, how are you doing, man? How are you doing?
0: I'm good. Uh Mike, welcome to the podcast. Hey, what's up guys? I'm good. So we got uh we got Jacob here. We got Mike is making his podcast debut. We've got T here and we've and E should uh be joining imminently. So uh what we're going to do is we're going to talk we're, we're going to play a little game uh with the Eastern Conference and the NBA. We're going to be uh debating whether teams are contenders or not, and we're going to be ranking them as well um, in terms of, you know, what we think is going to happen in the, in the playoffs and whatnot. So I guess it's okay with you guys. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to go through the list of teams. If you don't have them on your list at all, we just breeze right through and don't even say anything. And then with the teams that you, you've you got in your top eight or, you know, your couple honorable mentions or, or whatever, you explain why, and then we'll say whether they're contender or not. Is that Cool with you guys? Hey, that sounds great. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So I think we're uh I think we're having trouble getting E, but uh we'll get him in a second. So while we're waiting on him, uh I'm gonna we got a couple sponsors here. T you have a sponsor, right?
1: Yeah. Uh that do do uh What's his Places first and then I'll put mine in there.
0: Okay. So we, we are sponsored by uh per thirty six dot com, the best analytics website on the internet. Um you can the, the latest thing they've got on there it's really cool uh they they've got um hustle stats on there you know a, a lot of things that aren't usually quantified by the stat sheet they they've got a way to you know kind of categorize all that stuff um so it's really uh it's cool God, so i would uh yeah i would highly recommend that you guys go check that out and uh yeah see what he got
1: All right. Uh, Yeah. Just uh, make sure, you know, you look at showofftraining.com. It's a virtual personal training site where we train with purpose. Uh, We offer personal training, independent training, workout classes, and many, many more. Uh, We're doing this all virtual. Why virtual? Because when you're doing virtual, you can do it anywhere. So you can use your laptop, your phone, anything that you want to do to kind of go through it. I'll help you out. My team will help you out. And uh, we're just trying to make this as safe as we can, especially through COVID. Uh, Again, go to showofftraining.com, or you can follow us at showoff_training underscore training on uh, Instagram.
0: Yeah, that sounds great, uh, T. I highly recommend that that you all do that. And I think we've got E on here now. What's up, E?
2: How's it going, guys? Hey, what's What's up, up, E? Pretty
0: good. Getting ready to have this uh this, this this debate, we're we're gonna do a little game. Basically, just looking at the Eastern Conference and you know saying whether they're contenders or not. I'm just gonna go right through and we'll start. I'm gonna start from the bottom and then we should be able to breeze through like the first you know four, five, six teams and then we're gonna get into you know some more debate. So, got mm-hmm. the standings up here. So no one has Detroit on their list, right? Now, no. Nope. The Pistons. I think it <laughs> could be interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um. They could be interesting in the lottery, maybe for for Cade Cunningham, Jalen Suggs. Um. Yeah. You know, what? Whatever. Um. Orlando. Same thing, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Garbage. Okay. Uh. Cleveland. Same thing, right? Yep. Yep. They ain't doing um, anything this year. Yeah. Interesting young core, though. Interesting young core. And Washington.
2: Um. No. Right. Nope. Yeah no, okay. <laughs> this is us bringing the analysis right here. <laughs> no, we're
0: we're just trying to speed it up. You know, they're not, they're not going to be on anyone's list. Toronto, Toronto's that bad?
1: They're eleventh. The, yeah, Toronto.
0: It's been it's been rough for them this year.
1: Uh, anyone have anything guess, about
0: Toronto? I'll just say real quick on Toronto. I actually have them as an honorable mention. Just because if they if they can sneak into like the nine or ten, like they they still have like Van Vliet, Lowry, Siakam, uh, mm-hmm. and Anobi, like they have uh, some some of the pieces that they won the title with, and I feel like that team's got a lot of you know they they've been hit really hard by COVID, and I think if you put them in you know that situation, I think they could have some they could really show some heart and and kind of get through that, but they're obviously not a contender, but. Uh I, I am gonna have them as an honorable mention. Is is anyone else think think about them at all?
1: Uh not at all. Uh just because you know, there's there's this, just because today we're doing uh contenders and pretenders, I'm just gonna just make them like out of that in uh that whole scenario in general. Obviously we're gonna have a couple honorable mentions here and there, but I don't even think that there is a case with them uh this year, um, especially with the speculation of trading Kyle Lowry. They were definitely into tank mode. You know, they were literally two probably minutes away from the trade deadline for them to like drop and uh, trade Kyle Lowry out of the team. So that means that they should not be in that contender spot or even like a uh, honorable mention at all.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't think they're a contender. but Yeah, know, they, they certainly. I don't think they, fit they deserve good one good of those team. categories, but because they, they didn't um, trade Lowry, right? No, so, sorry, yeah, I talked over but you. But they back, are
1: also but, injured, though. Uh,
0: And it was interesting
3: to see them fall off from last year. Yeah, it's fun.
0: (laughs) It's fun to watch, Rolf. I'll say
1: it. (laughs) Yeah. All right, go ahead.
2: Sorry, I talked over you. You were going to say something? Uh, Yeah, I was mostly just going to agree with you. Obviously, they don't fit into a pretender or contender category. But um, I guess while we're doing the show and going through all the teams, it's worth mentioning. They could do some damage early in the playoffs, maybe if things break right. But um, yeah, no one here is saying they're going to be contending in the East. Yeah,
0: they're not. They're not a contender. But, but, but yeah, I think you and I mostly said the same thing there, because you know, yeah.
1: I mean, can, so, can like they well. slip into the playoffs? Absolutely. You know, with a dropping team like you yeah. know Chicago or Pacers. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you know, like I said, we're trying to talk about the the the. one or the other. Uh, And I actually have like throughout my whole analysis of today's uh, podcast, I have like five or six or maybe seven different, you know, categories I like to put contenders or pretenders in um, just to kind of have it in our brain. Uh, If you guys use the same criteria, that's fine as well. If not, that's cool. Uh, But number one it doesn't have to, this is not in, in any order at all <clears throat> but number one is like competent wing help that doesn't mean they have to be stars but you know someone who plays three and d do they have uh multiple uh players to kind of help with uh with that um uh bona fide stars you have to have at least two on a team for you to be considered a contender in my eyes uh a big man who can score 20 and 10 Uh, It doesn't have to be super consistent, but something close to that is drought. So 18, 19, 17 points, 7, 8, 9 rebounds, something like that. You need some team to help you or you need somebody to help you rebound and things like that. So that's probably one as well. Uh, A team that has, you know, uh, a good amount of playoff experience or at least a couple players who have that to lead the team. Uh, Top 10 defense and offensive rating. That needs to be something. And it's not just one uh, it has to be both, in my eyes, for them to be actual contenders. Uh, multiple closers and offensive focal points; those are also most important for me because, at the you know five minute line, uh, five minute line at the fourth quarter, who are the people who are going to be able to really close out? If there's only one person, that person's getting double teamed. Like right now, you're seeing that in Golden State. You're seeing you know Steph getting the fucking <laughs> breaks beat off of him, even though he's scoring high. You know, the team around him can't help him because they're garbage. Anyway, uh, depth and versatility, that's kind of the same thing as a versatile uh, or a competent wing help, but it just a little bit more because at the end of the day, you, are you able to, in the playoffs, change your offensive and defensive schemes on the fly, maybe even game the game? Uh, you know, you have one set of things that you do or a bunch of assignments that you do now. It might not help you the second game. So can you can your team be able to... Uh, just become a little bit more versatile. And the last is not really that huge of a deal, but a strong uh, uh, record. You know, something top 10, top 5 in the East or West, or top 10 in the in the whole conference or something like, or sorry, in the whole playoffs series or something in, the, in that realm. Uh, just to have a strong, you know, we're not talking about uh, Chicago, Cleveland, uh, wizards or something like that. They're low in the totem pole, so we're not going to be thinking about them. that That's not, like, the biggest thing. That just should be, like, number one of, like, okay, it it's uh, at least the prerequis- uh, prerequisite of it. So those are just a couple things that I think of. I mean, you guys probably have other ways of thinking about it, but those are just my way of, you know, categor- uh, categorizing it. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Just...
0: <laughs> yeah, no, so that that's very good tea um that that's some good insight and, and those are definitely some some good, good categories personally with mine i was a little bit uh i was a i, I was a little bit generous just because um I, so i have five contenders in the east because i'm just generous just because it's such a weird year there's been a lot of covid stuff it's been a weird regular season so i'm you know i'm just you know i, I i'm more inclined to give the benefit of the doubt
1: got you because,
0: um any any anyone else have any other comment before we move on? E or Mike? Uh, no,
3: I think T summed it up pretty well, like a lot of the criteria I was trying to use All right. when judging these
0: teams. So uh yeah, I'm ready to get into there, it. Uh,
1: there it is. That's what I like to hear.
0: Okay. Well um so next we have Chicago. Does anyone have any comment on Chicago? Cool uniforms.
1: <laughs> uh... Like, I could see them, you know, maybe making it out of the, you know, the play-in tournament, but like I said, they're pretenders in my book.
0: Yeah, I have them as pretenders as well, but I actually have them as my sixth most dangerous team in the East playoffs, and I know that's a bit of a hot take, but I just really like with the Vucevic uh, trade, I just really like the top of their roster. You've got Levine, you've got Vucevic, you've got Patrick Williams, you've got some really good role players with, like, you know, Sador- Sadoransky and Thad Young and Tice, and um, they're well coached by uh, Billy Donovan, and I just, I, I just like their team. Um, the problem for them is, is, is going to be getting out of the play-in, but, um, yeah, I, I like the Bulls.
1: I mean, we could break down, like, kind of that, that criteria thing I was talking about. It's not going to be too long. It's do they have a strong record? No, <laughs> they're 10th place right now, uh, two games in front of the 11th place Toronto Raptors. Do they have two bona fide stars? Yes, they do. Uh, so you're you're definitely right in that realm. Do they have uh, uh, a 20-10 guy in Vucevic that just got him, but, you know, it's been, you know, already halfway through the season, so he needs to still kind of pick his game up and have a little team chemistry, so that might be able to do it. Do they have top five, uh, 15, Or sorry, top 10 defensive offensive? No, they're 15th in offensive rating and 14th in defensive rating, so they're right there, but, again, it doesn't meet the criteria. They don't have a bunch of, like, closers. I mean, yeah, I, I guess they do in those two, but their depth is not that great, you know. They've been using Kobe White as a one, but he's obviously a two. uh, And just, you know, they don't have a lot of players that can really help you out at the end of the game. Um, But, yeah, and I don't think they're competent because they're 10th place. So they're just they're they're in the cut. If they get one more person or maybe have a little bit more experience, they might be able to break that next year. But just not this year.
0: Yeah, Patrick Williams, uh, you know, has the potential to p- potentially develop yeah. into that. I think they're a pretender as well, but I, 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 I like them better than their record right now. I'll say that. I, I think. I think if there is a team that's in that lower part, that's, uh, or at least it, you know, in the pretender category, mm-hmm. right, in my pretender category, that could surprise in the first round and get like a couple unexpected playoff wins, it's probably the Bulls. Um. Mike, uh, any thoughts, yeah, I
3: also have them as a pretender, but I think the moves they made at the deadline gives them the advantage over the other teams that are around them in the standings, like I think they are better than their record, and they might be able to sneak into the playoffs, but once they get there, I don't see them doing anything,
0: yeah, that's definitely fair um so yeah if any if we're good on the bulls, then we're gonna move on to the Pacers. um i I have them as an uh is an honorable mention um you know they're just kind of. The 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 note I jotted down here is just mediocrity. Like everything about them is just kind of mediocre. Like they have good players, but they don't have any really have any like superstars. Like they're they're just middle of the road. Everything about them, they're just the most middle of the road team in the NBA. Anyone else have any thoughts?
3: Uh, Yeah, I would agree with that for now. You know, like they just got Lavert back, who's been solid for them and I think going forward once they get TJ Warren back they'll be a solid team but this year they're not they're not doing much.
1: Yeah, same. just just to piggyback off him this year they're not doing too much. TJ Warren's definitely out. Uh we don't know what's going to happen next year with Miles Turner and his contract. Uh I feel like they've been trying to ship off Miles Turner for the whole time but now he's becoming, you know, top 5 in defensive player of the year. They might try to do something with that but again, you know, just never really know. Uh, and you know, yes, there's Kurt Le- Karis LeVert, but you know he's not gonna grow. He's already what twenty six, twenty seven. He's not gonna grow to be in that superstar that people want him to be because he's not gonna like that's not his game yet. You know, he's a scorer, but he's not gonna be able to do it on both ends to to the person. Like you know, I call like the low point of a superstar like a Jimmy Butler. You know, he's one of my favorite players. He's a superstar. He can get you where you go uh, need to go. But Karis LeVert's not gonna ever really reach that. Uh, especially with his timeline now, I understand Sabonis is somebody that can give you like a 21, 24, and 10 or something like that, 24, and 11, but, you know, big men don't rule the the league like, you know, they used to, so just because you have a big man that can do that, like Carl Anthony Towns something like that is not going to actually help you out, and then they just have a bunch of just random scrubs. You know, they can pull off a win here and there, but we're talking about, you know, trying to get through you know, the likes of Philly, you know, Milwaukee, the the Nets, you know, just that's not going to happen with this team. So yeah, I, I agree with the pretenders.
0: Yeah, um, so so just to piggyback off your Miles Turner, and this is kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent, I'll I'll make it brief. But you know, watch Charlotte. I wonder if Charlotte, if there's a deal you could do between like the Pacers and in Charlotte for like you know Miles Turner and um. Like a PJ Washington Ooh. or something, because I think Charlotte has to have space. And... I, I
1: if I was Charlotte, I wouldn't do PJ Washington. Maybe okay. Miles Bridges, but not PJ. Like I, that dude's that dude's a star. <laughs> that dude's gonna be someone.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, Miles Bridges, P, PJ Washington, j- j- just one of their young players that can kind of play at the forward yeah. spots. Um, and they can ha- you know have have some bonus at the five full time, and then the Hornets need a five as well long term. So. I feel like there could be a match between those two teams. That 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 was kind of my... yeah. N- e, you have any thoughts?
1: Pacers are tenth in defensive rating, which is good, but eighteenth in offense. So they're again just kind of missing that cut as well, which is like you said, mediocrity. Sorry, go ahead.
2: No, I, I made a dumb comment that doesn't even need to be addressed. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> okay. We can just move on. All
0: right. Are we good.
2: Okay, so we're good on the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Yep. All
0: right, let's move on to uh, let's move on to Boston. Oh God! And I think there's going to be. I have a hot, hot take. So. Hot take. So, I I guess I'll go first then. So Obviously. I take, then all- <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's hear it. So I got a- I- I have the the Celtic- I have the Celtics as a contender. Oh shit! Oh my. <laughs>
2: I am. Shocked. I have them as a
0: contender, and I have them as the number three team in nah, the conference oh as
2: far God. as playoff. Ability. I'm getting off. Nah, this is terrible.
0: <laughs> so let me let me explain why. I I, I have some notes uh, here. You're... Um, so it's just this has been just a season from hell so far for Boston. They have led the league by a significant amount in most games missed for COVID. They played the first half of the season with an unfinished roster that was never going to be a long-term solution with that double big combination that didn't work and with no replacement for Gordon Hayward. Um, So they fixed that at the deadline. Um, The promotion of Robert Williams has been a big factor for them. He um, just adds such a big center upgrade for them. And it's really his passing is so big. They're able to run a lot of the actions. Um, He had eight assists in the game the other night they're able to run a lot of the actions um, that they used to run without Horford. And it's just, the ball moves just so much better when he's in the game and a big problem with Boston has been, you know, too much ISO offense. And and that could be a weakness, but I think Robert Williams, when when he's able to play consistently and not foul out, like he did against Philly last night, I feel like that will, uh, you know, be severely mitigated. Um, In fact, when Robert, in, in the games where Robert Williams has started, The Celtics offense is like nine points out of a hundred possessions better than the best offense in the league. I did see that. Um, Evan Fournier, just, you know, the difference between him and like the likes of semi-Ogellay, Javante Green, uh, Grant Williams, is just massive. Like is is the dude who can put the ball in the basket. He's just such a threat off the bench for them now. Um, It really is a, a huge upgrade. Romeo Langford, if he ever gets to the point this season where he's gonna play more minutes, like this is a dude who came into the league known, you know, for his offense, and now it's like his defense that's seen as like, you know, what he can do really well. So, and the offensive potential is still there. If he can just kind of keep improving, so he could be a factor. We'll see. Um. Also, another thing is, every year, even when the Celtics are bad. This is why their defense has really struggled. Their three-point defense has been in the top 10, like, every year. Like, that's just something they do really well is is just defend against threes. And I think to this point this year, they've got a lot of young players on the roster. They haven't been able to practice. And it's kind of impeded their ability to kind of teach players how they want three-pointers defended. And that's why they've been worse. So if they can get to a point where COVID eases up a little bit and they can, you know, have those practices or, or whatever, then... Um, They can kind of fix that. And uh, what else do I have here? Yeah, I mean, and then you've got a history of playoff overachievement. Um, I remember back in 2018, uh, they were the number two seed, but they had so many injuries, and it looked like they were going to lose to Milwaukee in the first round, and they ended up a game out of the finals. Um, Except for – with the exception of 2019, pretty much every year they go as far or farther in the playoffs than you would expect. So I would and I would not put it past it happening again. And you have the Eastern Conference starting Eastern Conference final starting lineup from last year. They're all still on the team, except for Tice. But you have an upgrade in Robert Williams. So, I, I, is the most likely outcome probably a loss in the four or five to a team I have ranked? And this is a spoiler, but to a team I have ranked above the Celtics. Yeah, that's probably the most likely scenario. But do not count this team out uh, for a deep playoff run. Still, um, Although concerns would be Kemba Walker and and ball movement, like I said. Anyone else have any uh, thoughts on, on my hot take?
3: Yeah, uh, I mean... Yeah. It,
2: you know, I think... I, I'd <laughs> go last. Go ahead. Go, I'd ahead. Go, <laughs> laugh. go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I, I mean, look, if we're going to say we can't count Toronto out or that the Bulls shouldn't be counted out, we can't just say the Celtics are done uh, I mean, they were in the conference finals last year, but they're kind of running out of time to get that moving. Like we're what? We're over fifty games in now. Yes. Um, so to still be hovering over five hundred, I think they're a game under five hundred right now.
0: They're a game and, under five
2: hundred. Yep, twenty-five. What? So they're what? The eighth seed right now?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're they're the eighth seed, but they're um. They're a game out of fifth. Okay,
2: yeah, it's tight in the middle.
0: And in fifth is a Charlotte team that is likely going to – we'll get to them, but they're going to tumble down the standings with their injuries. And then you have Atlanta fourth. That's two games up. So fourth and fifth is is still very attainable. In fact, I, th- I think they're going to end up in the 4-5 series. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Yes. And, yeah, I think you mentioned the Celtics have been hit especially hard by COVID this year, which just affects your teams in so many ways more than just people missing games. Um. So I can't say it's unreasonable to say um, Do I think it's likely probably not. Um, I don't know if they were the, the fourth team on your list. Are they the fourth most dangerous? Where do you have them ranked? I have them third. Oh, you're right. You did mention that. Uh, yeah, I can't go that far. Um, <laughs> they're third. a team to keep an eye on. I've seen some reports lately complaining about Jason Tatum's body language. Is that something to keep an eye on? I mean, what's what's team morale like right now as the Celtics insider? Um, I, I
0: think <laughs> I think it's just I, I think it's just been the season from hell. I, I really I really think so. I mean, it's like so the, the the Celtics you know had finally gotten to a place like the the last couple of games before last night where they were playing really well, right? Like they beat Charlotte by thirty on Sunday, um, and. I know Charlotte has a lot of injuries, but still beating an NBA team by 30 is, is pretty good, right? Even if it's a bad mm-hmm. team. So we and and we are really excited to see okay, how is this going to translate against the Sixers? Um, with the way we're playing. And then and then Fournier is, is on the COVID protocol again for his second time as a Celtic, and he hadn't even been on the team for two weeks, and he's in COVID protocols for the second time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just so can't make this stuff for up. But this year, are and, they
1: are they contenders or pretenders? That's that's what I want to know.
0: Okay. I, I said they're contenders. I have
2: them as the as and the third
0: Evan, most
2: threatening uh, uh I mean, it feels weird calling them a pretender because it doesn't feel like they're pretending to be a contender right now. Well, the, <laughs> but okay, um, but, you, you know what I mean. But I don't yeah, understand. If I to pick one. But if you to have to pretend. pick
1: one. <laughs> Gun to my head, I'll say You know, not all eight teams who are in the playoffs, like, I understand all of them are trying to shoot for a championship, you know, and it's it's one of those things that is going to be a hard look at a team and really think compared with other teams that are above them or below them, are they going to be able Mm -hmm. to actually pull this off? And this is something that, you know, if you want to say, you know, they're contenders of just the Eastern Conference, can they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals or Western Conference Finals when we do that next week? That's cool. Uh, but that's kind of like my thing is: Eastern Conference Finals is a contender team. Western Conference Finals mm-hmm. is a contender team. Semifinals, making it to the first or the second round, that's nothing to me. Uh, but anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I have, well, I'll just interject. I mean, if if you're looking for like a reasonable number, and I'm I'm probably more generous with it because, like I said, I'm inclined to be that way with all the, all the COVID stuff and the unpredictability predictability of the season. I have five contenders okay. in each. So, yeah, but you you you, you maybe
1: okay. I, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry,
2: Mike, do you want to jump in?
3: Yeah, I'm just gonna say it. Uh, they're a pretender, you know. Like they they have been terrible this year. Mm-hmm. Like you called it the season from hell, and yep. I don't see that changing. I think they'll bounce back next year. But it's like you mm. know, if they would have went on like a ten win streak or something once they got everybody back, fair enough. But they've still you know, they haven't been great offensively. They haven't been great defensively. They're tied for the eighth seed. Yep. It's like, nah, I can't call that a, a contender.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the, look, the season from hell could absolutely continue. Um there, There's no doubt about that. And that's the risk, right? But, you know, so, so they could really, you know, their, their their downside is certainly lower than some of the other contenders. But I, I have to call them a contender just based on – um, and, and one of the things you brought in was, you know, one of the things you brought up was, uh-huh. was playoff experience and you yeah. have playoff experience. So we'll see if we'll, we'll see if they can kind of resurrect that a little bit. And I certainly think next year will go better than this year. Um, uh, uh, but yeah. And oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's my turn. <laughs> I got this.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. On, yeah. Number okay. one, yeah, like I ahead. said, you know, you start down the list. Are Do they have a strong uh, record? No, they don't. Uh, Do they have the depth and versatility? Just like you're saying right now, they could have. They have the potential to, but they don't at the moment because, you know, they're getting hit with COVID protocols, injuries, things like that. But at the same time, they don't have a versatility because they play very small. You know, the tall people that they have aren't really good scorers, which leads me to, you guys are not having a 20 and 10 big man. And I know 20 and 10 big men for the rest of the league might not be the greatest or not might might not be, you know, the end-all be-all because, you know, you have a, you know, Steph Curry and the the Warriors, you know, a couple years ago. But that's Steph Curry and the Warriors. They're people who excel in their roles so much that they didn't really need someone in that realm. And you guys are trying to, you know, emulate some of that. But you guys aren't doing that as well. Again, just because you have, you know, Uh, Jason Tatum, who scores 25, and the other guy that scored, Jalen Brown, who scores somewhere up that range. And, you know, again, like you say, injuries. But, you know, you don't have – Tristan Thompson scores, like, what, 10 points a game if that. You know, uh, Roy Williams scores seven. So you don't really have someone to kind of help you out with that anyway. So that big man is not that
0: great. Well, so Robert Williams is – I mean, that's pretty misleading with him just because he was in kind of a um, small – he was in a small role at the beginning of the season, and he played so well. That he motivated the team to trade Tice to open up the starting top for him. So, but I, maybe I, 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 I maybe have to next disagree with you. Maybe next year with, you okay. next year with that, you know, we'll see. But I'm
1: just most likely my thing is just talking about this year with it. Uh, do they have top 10 defense or offense? No, they're actually 12th in offense right now and 19th in defense. So I'm talking about league wide. If you're talking about Eastern Conference, then they're like, what? Uh, third and ninth or something like that in Eastern Conference. Uh but again, you're ninth place in an Eastern Conference. That means they're literally ninth place, you know, and you're an eighth place team right now. So you're competing with, you know, honestly bums in that in that uh sense. Uh again, with if, the, if there wasn't COVID and everything, I completely understand this team probably would have been a a a high team. I had you guys high the the beginning of the season but again it's just kind of luck of the draw when it comes to that uh playoff experience you guys definitely do have playoff experience uh but you know last year you guys got beat by miami you know second round and the year before that you guys went, went conference finals right did you guys go conference finals
0: I mean, we we've been in the uh, this. So the Celtics have been in the conference okay, finals yeah. so three the last. With four years. that
1: being said, you guys do have that, but again, you don't have the competent wing help as well. You have, you know, the first two people who are like, you know, the the better of the the league, and you have uh, what's his name, uh, Marcus Smart, who's also someone who's good. But and after yeah. that, you know, who are you putting in, Romeo Langford. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but 48. you know, like I said, you know, he's not going to be someone who's going to be able to help you out with defense as well. Yes, he's a scorer, but you know, you guys already have all the scorers. But can you defend? Miami did amazing yesterday in in their offense, but they couldn't defend to save a lick against John Morant, and that's one of the best, the biggest things to come with it. You know, you have to have that top ten defense and that top ten offense to kind of help you out. And like I said, you guys were 19th in defense this year and you, that means that you guys are letting everyone go through you. You know, you're below average right now, so just that's just my thing and that's why I'll call you guys but only this year. Usually I would, wouldn't do that, but this year you guys are definitely pretenders.
0: Yeah, I mean look look, that's all I I understand where you are coming from and uh and, and that's and, and that's fine and we'll just we'll just have to see. It's just more of um you know, am am I going to be right that things are going to, you know, you know, really change, or if if it continues to go the way it's gone, that then, then yeah, they'll be pretenders. But uh, I I do think this team has another level in them. They've shown that in the past. I think they can get there again. And um, I, I yeah, think but yeah,
1: we, we're not talking about next perfect. year. We're talking about this year. I'm just, I'm sure next year they're going to be fine. So you think, yeah,
3: I think they
0: flip the can switch, switch this year, year and get back on track?
1: That's that that's my thing. Are they going to be right. able to flip the switch this
0: year? I think they can, yeah. I I I think that's certainly that didn't play an hey, to Everyone had
1: this is why the podcast is there because we all have differing, uh opinions. But you know, we're just trying to give you some facts before that. And, and you're right, maybe they are able to flip the switch. Maybe everyone comes back from COVID protocol. You know that like the shots are, uh, the vaccines are coming out. You know the 16th, everyone going to be able to get it. So you know maybe by the time the playoffs start, you know they'll be able to not worry about all that and just worry about making sure that they're, they're healthy. That's just the biggest thing, but go ahead.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. So, um, are yes, we with the Celtics or are we prepared? prepared to move? Okay. So, um, next up we have, uh, the Knicks. So I have the Knicks as my number eight team in the East. I don't have them as a contender. Basically my comment here is, uh, they're a pleasant surprise Julius Randle probably should be the front runner for most improved player. Yes. He's been really good for them. Tom Thibodeau's been very good as a head coach. Um But the thing is with 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 Tom Thibodeau's teams in the past with like the Bulls and stuff, they cause he played guys like all, like a lot of minutes and he he really was on them, you know, defensively and stuff, and they are all already going like 120%. So there wasn't really like another gear for them to go in the playoffs. And, you know, they wouldn't necessarily do as well. So I feel like the, the, the Knicks are a really nice regular season team, but they're probably going to get swept or maybe, maybe they get a game in the, in the first round. Um, so, yeah, I have them as a pretender. Uh, you guys are going to hate so this. I think they're a contender. Oh.
3: <laughs> you're you're going to hate this. Ooh, the top broke. This is a, you know, they're what, the number one defense right now? Well, it's your what. Right, they're just a, they are a young, gritty team that's hungry, and they lack the experience, and I think that's what would hurt them. But yeah. I, I look at them, and it's like if I'm Milwaukee, I wouldn't want to see them in the first round, just because they're a defensive team. You know, I uh, I don't think an upset is impossible.
0: Huh. Okay, well, so I had the hot take with the Celtics, and now um, Michael's got I mean, the hot I, take. I mean, I again, we'll, like we'll it.
1: categorize it. You know, the, the, do they have a 20 and 10 big man? Absolutely, they nope. do. With Julius Randle. Yeah, they do. Oh, Julius Randle. You know,
3: yeah, I mean, you about know? Mitch,
1: but Mitch got hurt. So I mean, I, I, I think big man is uh, four or five. You know, yeah, someone yeah, who could yeah, play. Right. I was thinking first. centers. I
3: was thinking yeah. centers.
1: So he, he's know? averaged 23 and 11. Like, I'm just estim- uh, guesstimate or estimating. He's around there, like 22 point something. Anyway, he's around there. I know that. Do they have bona fide stars? That's where we draw the line. We only have uh Julius. You know, that's yeah, only one. Uh competent wing help. I think that they are definitely they have the depth in the wing and the versatility. I really do believe that. Um they are what 22 in offensive rating, so they can't shoot anything. <laughs> they're garbage in offense, but they're third in defense and like just like uh you said it's a Tom Tib or just like uh, Jake said, it's a Tom Thibodeau led team, you know. They really burn you out on defense. You know, they make sure that you stay under a hundred points, but at the same time, they're also staying a hundred points below <laughs> what it is because they can't shoot shit. You know, so that's one of the biggest things when it comes to that. Uh there so uh they don't they do actually I really do believe that they have uh multiple uh closers you know in Julius Randle uh and Derrick Rose in Emmanuel Quickly uh so I do believe that but you know I don't think that the Derrick Rose RJ Barrett uh Emmanuel Quickly uh is strong enough to go against like again these upper epsilon epsilon uh, epsilon e- echelon someone help me thank e- you echelon uh team yeah, <laughs> um uh, and they do have a strong record at this point in time. But, you know, like like you said, they're seventh place right now. Oh, they don't have it, but they're seventh place right now. They're in the play-in tournament. You know, they're, what, one game behind the fifth and sixth and two games behind the fourth. So they can definitely go up or they can go down because they're two games behind ninth and tenth as well. So you never know when it comes to the last, you know, leg of the season. Uh, but I, I, I think they. I would like to call them more of an honorable mention than anything of a pretender or contender. I think they would be able to do something next year, and I definitely predicted them being in the playoffs this year. Um, but I, I'll still have to call them pretender at this point point in time. Yeah, that's uh, that's fair. Uh, Eve, what
0: what are your thoughts on the next? are
2: you
1: there oh he might be out well (laughs) yeah
2: okay i have my phone locked i guess you can't hear me when it's locked that explains a lot of the times i've been interrupted uh this entire (laughs) podcast that explains a lot i I have to keep it on um yeah really with the knicks what it comes down to is just the lack of star power yeah right i mean like in the nba even in the east which is of course much weaker than the west I, i mean Will Julius Randle maybe put up 30 and 15 in a playoff game once? Maybe. And, and they have some fun young players that will be fun to watch in important games. But in 2021, they, they can't compete. They they just don't have the talent.
1: There you go. I love it. Short and sweet.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No, that that's definitely fair. So uh, I guess we have uh... – out of, out of all of us, three of us have the Knicks as, mm-hmm. as pretenders, and and then Michael's got him as a contender. Is that it? Anyone else have any comments? No, no, that's
1: it. I think that's solid.
0: Okay, then then let's move on to to Miami and tear Miami fans. Ah, to the first it's first like three I three said, you
1: know, contenders. me being you know who I am and me trying to like really stick with this whole pretender contender thing. I actually have to call them pretenders, um, and it sucks for me to wow. say that because I am. What are the most biased people. I can't believe what, what I'm hearing. Party? I know. I, but the thing is, I and this is one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to do this podcast, because this really brings out the truth in a team. I think, you know, when the player, when, when offseason or uh, uh, preseason came, I thought, you know, we we're going to be nice. You know, with Victor Oladipo, I'm like, oh, we're going to be nice, but we have to understand who's around us. All right. So, Let's start off with the defensive rating. We're number six in the league of defensive rating. I obviously love that. Um, and we are number 21 in uh, offensive rating. So we're not that great this year shooting. I don't know what the hell happened. We were top five last year, but this year, you know, we didn't change a lot of people, but this year we just have literally been shit in the bed when it came to it. So that's probably the biggest thing in my eyes of the reason why Um we're not able to do what we're doing, and that's why we could. Like, if if it was like top five or top ten on both, I would be like, yep, we are definitely contenders. But that's what it is. Do we have competent wing help? Yes, we do. We have a whole bunch of wings. Have a whole bunch of players that can play defense. We just got uh, Victor Oladipo, Trevor Ariza, Iggy, like a whole bunch of people who can really play. Uh, do we have two bona fide stars? Yes, we have that in Bam. Yes, we have that. Who he's all. Uh, Bam, we also have Jimmy, a 2010 big man. Yes, we have uh Bam who scores what 19 and nine or something like that. So he's literally right there. Uh, and then Jimmy's is like a 27 and seven guy. So he, it's just one of those people that we we they're not you know the biggest stars in the world, but they're definitely bona fide stars. We definitely have the playoff experience, especially us going to the finals last year. Uh, so I say that. Uh We have multiple closers in Victor Oladipo. Uh We have Bam, Tyler, everyone like that. We do have a uh, – I don't think that we have a strong record because we're, like, kind of middle of the pack. We're, you know, uh number six, I believe, right now. Uh, we're number six.
0: Yeah, well, So you're number six. Exactly. Yeah. But you're
1: and, right and that's, there that's with a, like a, Charlotte. You know, we're not mm-hmm. Milwaukee, which we're, like, six games – uh, in front of like the fourth, fifth, and sixth, so I don't think that we have such a strong record. Literally, we play, we do we uh, lose two games. We're back in a playoff tournament, you know. So or play in tournament. So it's just one of those things that you know maybe like if we can do maybe th- th- at the end of the season we can probably you know recap and see if things have changed. But at this moment of mm-hmm. time, I definitely believe that we are uh, pretenders. It's hard to hear that, man. It sucks. Interesting. It sucks as. <laughs>
2: Okay, so uh, I I can jump in. Who 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 wants to go next? Um, Okay, so I don't think I can call them pretenders just because with that coach and that roster, uh, I feel obligated to never count them out. Um, Like I see their record, and I don't understand why. And I know early in the season, uh, the Sixers had I think it was a back to back with the Heat, and they were their roster was just decimated both games by COVID. So I don't know how long that lasted. Um, Again, I don't know who had COVID and if they did the lasting impacts like we talked about earlier or just you can't always account for how bad they are. Um, Why? Like you say the shooting is down. I know Tyler Mm -hmm. Hero, he he plays more now, but his numbers are down from last Mm -hmm. year. Um, Well, his
1: numbers are up, but his uh, uh, consistency and his uh, efficiency
2: is down. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, I saw his three-point percentage went from... Like Maybe 38 30, to 32. 30, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I don't know. Like, is it a – from your view, is it a scheme, a schematics thing? Is it a, a COVID issue? I mean, what's uh, – In the beginning
1: happened? of the season, yes, it was definitely COVID. Um, and then, like, in the middle of it, it was definitely injuries. Like, Jimmy Butler lost, like, 15 mm-hmm. – like, 15 to 20 games or something. He's out for fifty to 20 games. Goran Jogs big out a whole bunch, but he just back in. You know, a lot of people – have been really injured this year. And, you know, if I'm telling, you know, uh, Jake that Boston Celtics are pretenders, why would I not say the same thing when it's happening to mm-hmm. my team, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I definitely think there's something with Spo and his team, but at the same time, I just feel like people aren't trying hard, you know? Like, people are not really trying as much. You know, we were uh, definitely the Hunters uh, last year but now we're definitely hunted now people wake up you know circle the the calendar and be like yeah we want to fuck the, the this team up we want to see if they're really finals contenders and mm. uh they everyone has shown us <laughs> that we are not uh yesterday we lost i think by like 12 points or something against a memphis grizzly team without jaron jackson jr and like justice winslow and a couple other players that they usually play the anthony mountain or something like that and we lost in like horrible fashion, again, our offense was good. It was actually really good, you know? And the thing is, I think by the end of the season, we might actually be contenders because, you know, we definitely turned around a lot on the East or on the offensive scheme. But right now, you know, like I said, it's been only three games since the trade deadline that uh, Victor Oladipo has been in the, in the lineup. And, you know, we still have people having to really work on, um chemistry stuff. So maybe it might happen, but right at this moment I'm gonna have to say that it's just again, like you said, schemes. Schemes yeah. and just
2: uh okay. Yeah, just, just to wrap my end up, I, I do have them as contenders. And if I had to say one reason, it's just Jimmy Butler. I mean um, yeah, like we thought. we talked earlier about um just continuing the the Boston comparison. Jason Tatum recently has been kind of called out for his body language. Um like maybe he's not Leading the team enough, that kind of thing's not going to be an issue with the Heat because yeah. there are no effort questions with Jimmy Butler, and okay. he's going to get everyone else up to to play. And Spo is going to do that too. So I'm I'm not counting them out. I definitely have them. Missing. You know what? You
1: just hyped me up. Absolutely, you're right. <laughs> let's, you go, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you know what? What about to slap my face? What the hell am I saying? Contenders all the way. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm shocked to hear that. I, T honestly. I, I-
1: Michael, I go with your them pick? As
3: contenders, I, I, and I thought they're a team that's way better than their record. Yeah, you know, they just had a ton of injuries in the beginning of the season, and I haven't really been following them, but I know not that long ago they went on a stretch, so they won like nine out of eleven, yes, sure. and it looked like they turned things around.
2: It and because awesome. of
3: that, is what I think. Uh, you know, now you add it, Victor Oladipo. I definitely think they could be a top team in the East. They just got to go on, you know, a nice win streak to secure the seeding
0: yeah okay sounds good so I'll I'll, I'll I'll go now um and yeah i'm i gotta say i'm very bullish on the heat um although, although it gives me pause definitely hearing t kind of you know be a little more skeptical uh because t yeah, throws true, you off uh, right with my <laughs> in terms of anyone here. it does throw you off but you know what Ooh. i've got him as the number two team in the conference in, in, in far as just... i do um and let me explain. So that means, you know, definitely a contender. And let me explain why. Um, and it's a big reason why, even though I have the Celtics number three, I think the Celtics are probably going to lose in the first round still because they're going to get it's, number two is Miami. Jake's probably pretending in the, the Nets don't years. exist
2: again. Is that what <laughs> this that, is? That's, that's what I
0: was just thinking. Oh, no. I, I
2: have takes on. I, I have a whole we're, list. We're going to need a uh, separate uh, show for Jake's here. takes on the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> <laughs> No, well, I
0: have I have more probably uh, more more bullet points yeah. of them than any other team. But uh, so I'll just go on the Heat real quick. Um, they're, they're just tough, man. They're just tough. They fight through adversity. Really, a big reason why they were able to beat Boston last year in the Conference Finals is because Miami fought through really? adversity, and the Celtics didn't. Um, it, it's a, it's a, so? That's a big deal with them. they they're a very deep team. Um, with, with Oladipo being added, like, like you, you, you have Drogic, you have Oladipo, you have Butler, you have Hero, you have Duncan Robinson, you have Kendrick Nunn, you have Trevor Ariza, like you have all these dudes who can play, uh, who who are really capable of contributing in the playoffs. Then you have Bam in the front court, Sir sure. and Dedman. They're just a really it's just a really deep roster. I think Eric Spoelstra is, is one of the best couple of coaches in, in the NBA, so he he is going to figure out the rotations Hopefully. and get the most out of them. I believe, and uh, yeah, it's it's just a matter of can they find can, can they mesh with with the Old Depot and Bailey and Deadman edition? Can they, can it all mesh in time? I also think just like they 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 just deserve some respect here just because. Like, what seed were they when they went to the finals last year? They're the number five seed. So they're number six right now. Well, I don't give a damn because they literally just did this last year. They went in is a lower, you know, middle to lower playoff seed, and they made the finals. So why can't they do it again? So I I, ha- I feel like I – because they just did this, I have to have them as contenders. Hype me um, up, hype,
3: yeah,
1: hype me, out, hype me up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't expect you to be the
3: downer on them. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Trust me, it's been, maybe if, you know, maybe if it was, you know, another game that we won, maybe I'd be probably more hyped, but again, I was so mad about that game last night. But I shouldn't be, because we were in a four-game winning streak before that, but we were also in a six-game losing streak before that, and then we were in a nine-game winning streak. So again, we've been up and down. Like, right now we're legit a 500 team. And, you know, I don't believe 500 teams are able to really dominate. I mean, again, last year we were kind of a 500 team, too, and we made it all the way to the finals. Uh, Mm -hmm. But Again, I I knew the point in time where we really clicked last year, and we don't have that clicking yet. So when maybe one like I said, at the end of the season, Victor Oladipo started doing well, and the team's clicking, then I'm down for it. I I do I would say Duncan Robinson in the last like seven games, he's been actually doing really, really well. And, you know, before that, this dude was shooting, like, nothing. Him and Talahiro actually been doing, I think Talahiro had, like, 90 points. Again, offensively, we were amazing SAA. We did really well. But, again, the defense, oh, Jonas Balatunas was destroying us. Uh, oh, I don't know. And that's why I think it's just that, you know, defensive scheme that we did yesterday it was trash. Oh, gross. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like, went, I'm going to sick. Yeah. Wow. So, all right, uh sounds good. So, are we good on Miami? Anyone have any uh follow-up comments on good? good? All right, I I think we're ready to move on then. Um so next up we have Charlotte and I'm just going to say I don't even have them on my list. I feel like they're a year away with with the LaMelo and the Hayward injuries and I feel like they're mm-hmm. really going to drop down the standings here and um I don't even you know, they may make the plan but if I don't, I don't unless Hayward, you know, comes back with Lamello comes back or something. I don't really I think, think they're, they're gonna
1: actually contenders, and here's why. No, I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> I, I about to say, I'm just kidding. Um, just like you said, injuries, injuries, injuries. Uh, they're middle of the pack. Uh, offensive and defense rating, they're 16th on both ends. Um, injuries definitely is going to screw them up. They don't have a big man that that can give you 20 and 10. You know, their record is again. Average. um, Versatility, not that great because, again, injury. uh, Depth, not that great because of injury. So it's really – and they don't have the two stars that they they had, you know, potential stars. But, again, they're all injured. So they're dropping faster than just uh, Paul Pierce got dropped by ESPN. (laughs) (laughs) He was saving that one. I was saving that one. (laughs) But, yeah, that's terrible.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, well, so I watched the game on Sunday because the Celtics played them, and, like, it was just a, it was okay. just bad. I mean, the Celtics beat them by 30, and um, they had no shot. They, they scored 86 points. Rozier is the only player on that team that can really Wait, get buckets. Nothing,
1: nothing with Malik it's gonna Monk? It's going to be
0: really rough for them. And...
1: Oh, wow. Malik oh. Monk was out, too. Yeah, Monk, I was going to say, Monk has been Miami. He had, like, 68 points. In the two games we played against him. I'm like, what the fuck? Who's this guy? <laughs> like, Get the fuck out of here, but okay, makes sense now. What about Devontae Graham? He ain't do anything.
0: Um, I didn't see him. He may have played I I he didn't really do anything too notable. Right, yeah. Though. What about Cody Zeller? He, he one, didn't do one? anything. <laughs> I mean, well, well. so so my comment earlier was that the Hornets, you know, could use a center yeah. upgrade, and now you bring up their centers. So that, you probably should know how I feel about that. Wait, but Cody but e, Zeller, e or Michael, you guys have any thoughts about
1: year. I am sure that he does.
0: He's on an expiring contract. I'm actually pretty surprised that the, the, the Hornets didn't use that to
2: kind of make an what upgrade for doing them, with right? our lives? Do so, yeah. so a
1: podcast, what you mean? He won't get
2: that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really have any comments on the Hornets other than I will watch them next year.
1: You say you will or you will not? Oh, I will. Yeah, garbage. Yeah,
2: hey. hey, Jake, I think you summed it up perfectly.
1: They, they had a nice trio. Next year, no, I, I actually like really liked uh, watching them this year. Again, they bust our ass a couple times, but I definitely did well, like watching them.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Might be good? Yeah. yeah. Okay, it be we- we-
0: you good there uh-huh. okay, uh-huh. so next up we have uh Atlanta, and I had Atlanta as a pretender and as my number seven team um so so basically let like I know they have a good offense you know led by Trey Young. um I have some questions about their you know their youth playoff experience and defense, and just I feel like you get a good you get trey Young going against a good coach in the playoffs. I feel like you can do something schematically to kind of try to get the ball out of his hands a lot. And then I just kind of wonder like who is going to be, you know, the consistent number two guy offensively for them. And uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I, I just don't know how that's all going to look. I mean, I think they will they're, be fun to watch. They'll probably get in a couple of fun shootouts um, in the first round, but I don't really think they're going to do anything in their pretender. Um, I feel like the also. hops
2: are the definition of a pretender. Yeah. I don't know how, but they've won, like, 18 of 20-some games. I mean, since they fired Lloyd Pierce, they've kind of been on a hot streak. Right? Yeah. yeah.
0: They they got a bump, certainly, after uh, they got rid of him, um, and, and they promoted Nate McMillan. And that's really another thing is, you know, I feel like Nate McMillan
2: is, like, a good record. So, She's okay, good so child. I have their uh, schedule up here. And during this run they've been on, they've beat – Orlando, Sacramento, Cleveland, Houston, OKC, the Lakers with injuries. Um, so you know, no real impressive wins here. They lost to the Clippers. They lost to the Kings. Um, yeah, I'm not a Trey Young fan at all. Yeah. I definitely could see a like, like kind of a, a schemed out effect in the playoffs, um, especially where fouls are not called as often, and that's the only thing he does. Um. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The Hawks are pretenders. He's not good. He's bad at (laughs) basketball. Uh, See me in a one-on-one tray. Uh. Or pry you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
1: my god, his ankle! And another one! And another one! (laughs) uh, Mike, go ahead,
3: boss. Nah, I think they summed it up perfectly. They're just, you know...
1: Pretender (laughs) garbage.
3: Hey,
1: that's funny. (laughs) Um, for me, I actually and I I know it is crazy, but I actually think that they're uh contenders. I I really do. Okay,
3: Um, oh wow, I know their defense is trash, Uh,
1: they're 23 right now, (laughs) (laughs) but their offense is also top 10, they're ninth at this moment um but again like you said you know Lloyd Lloyd Pierce uh Lloyd P- uh, Pierce right Pierce Mhm yeah. Lloyd Pierce he's definitely a defensive Pierce, coach yeah, so Pierce. they're definitely going to get bumped up uh eventually um and we can just go by the the things that I like to talk about with categories uh do they have competent wings I think that they have a lot of depth uh they have um Solomon Hill, who you know he's probably a bench dude, but he can guard the two, three, and four. Sometimes five. Tony Snell, uh, Snell who's also a defender. Gallinari, who's a shooter. Uh, 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 DeAndre Jordan, who's a three and D player. Bogdan, who's a uh, offensive player. Cam Reddish. So they have and these and uh, Kevin Herter. They have a lot of like twos and threes and sometimes small ball fours can really play that you can actually really change it up they have so much sometimes it's like god damn like who the fuck's gonna play today you know that's that's the team that i actually kind of like um yes trey young is garbage but at the same time he's not <laughs> He's still gonna drop you know 25 <laughs> points and 10 assists a game which is stupid so he's also a star in that realm they also have two big men that can give you that 20 and 10 uh and um what's his name uh uh uh, uh 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 Capella. Yeah, exactly. Capella who oh. gives you 15 and eleven John Collins who gives you like 20 and 8. So what they do is they might not be the biggest stars in, in the league, but they have so much fucking talent that they could actually really go ham. Like one of the biggest things, like I said, multiple closes and offensive focal points. Literally, they could put in a lineup of Trey Young, they could put Danilo at the four. They could put uh, uh, uh John Collins at the five, Herter at the two, or Cam Reddish, or DeAndre Hunter, and literally everyone can shoot, and most of them could play defense and they they'll be able to play and win games. Um are they gonna be at the yeah, so that that's the just the biggest thing with me. They literally check honestly all the boxes that I was talking about this whole year. The only thing they don't check is the playoff experience or this uh this podcast only thing that they don't check is the playoff experience, so that might be the only thing that cuts them down. But other than that, I feel like they have the sky to, the uh, the sky's the limit. I definitely predicted them going to, going to be in the playoffs this year, but I didn't predict them to be this good. And it might be because again, you said COVID, but like when they started signing a whole bunch of people, Danilo, they had Ray John, uh, they had fucking, uh, 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 what's that dude name, um, Bogdanovich. I said, Oh, fuck, this is a fucking squad. <laughs> Yeah, I was, and the things yeah. they weren't really Bogdan, doing too hot Bogdan, in the beginning because people were injured. Bogdan was injured. Danilo was trash, but now they're fourth place. Like the reason why they're fourth place isn't just because of COVID protocols, because they went through their own COVID stuff and injuries. It's because they're actually good. And like to your point of Evan saying like, oh, you know. They might not get the calls that they were going to get. Absolutely, you're right. But they'll pass it to someone else. Hopefully, Trey Young will pass it to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> and and they'll be able to score. Like I said, they have – they drive – any one of those four or five people can drive, and any one of those four or five people can shoot threes. And that's the the scariest part about it. They're, like I said, they're ninth in offense. And the reason why they're ninth in offense is because those motherfuckers can shoot like hell. And it's annoying. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so – they can always be lethal. Oh, sorry. And they have Lou Williams. Completely forgot about that guy. You know, you're talking about, you know, Lemon Pepper Lou. You're talking yeah. about.
2: Man, he almost retired instead of playing. For exactly.
1: that. You're talking about <laughs> Lou? Come on, bro. Skip to my Lou. That boy, that boy, nasty. All right, all right, all right.
2: calm down. Jake, go ahead. <laughs> Well, no, so yeah,
0: I, I was gonna say, you, you know, Lou Williams, I I do think, you know, I hmm. w- we'll get to the West probably next week, but I, I will say I like that and I, I like that trade for both teams. Like, I think Lou Williams and two second round picks for Rondo is a great thing for them, and Lou Lou will will help them with scoring off the bench. Um, I think you made yeah, Hunter. sorry, no, Hunter, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah nine
3: hundred is a really but I say they can have take them. So yeah, I'm-
0: take them. Has everybody gone on the Hawks? Any any oh, other comments? Think, uh, think you guys nailed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Sounds good. Well, so so we're gonna move on Crash. to uh, Milwaukee now. Um. So I have Milwaukee as a contender. Um. But I only have them as the number four team. Um. So I guess my my so so there's some things about them, right? Like Giannis is an MVP. You know, that he probably won't win MVP. Uh just because, um, of voter fatigue because he's won the last couple of years. So he's probably not going to win again and they are likely not going to finish with the number one seed, but he's certainly in that conversation again. But, um, you know, the playoffs the last couple of years, you know, he's underachieved at the end. And, um, so you have to kind of ask some questions about that. Drew holiday. I love drew holiday is, is an addition for them. He's really going to help them in the playoffs, big upgrade over, uh, Eric Bledsoe, um, not really a fan of Eric Bledsoe's game. I think Drew's going to really help them. But they do have some other questions about their roster. Um, they're really not as deep as last year. And their coach, um, Mike Bootholzer, I have some questions about him because he has a tendency, at least in the playoffs last year, he did not play his top guys enough minutes. And he I really turns it. that depth a lot. And it cost them, I think. And now they have worse depth. So is he going to do that again? I do think they've done some good things with coaching. Like, like like they they started to switch more and stuff like that. But uh yeah, and and, and then Brooke, yeah. I'm pretty sure Brooke Lopez has kind of regressed some this year. So that that that's not great. So I I like the Bucks and I think they're a contender, but I'll say this, just from a Celtics fan's perspective, I actually would like the Celtics to get the number six seed instead of five or four. You still avoid the play in, and I'd rather take a gamble on Milwaukee. Uh, struggling in the playoffs again and underachieving in the playoffs again over getting Miami. I, that's a that's a flaming hot take, but I know in in Celtics fans world, I'm actually not alone in that. I'll play. go next. So who wants to go next? They are the definition
3: of a protector. Are you, are you, are you and they know it. That's why they overpaid to get reality and then they overpaid to keep them. This is a team that wins sixty something games and then is trash come playoff time. <laughs> now they don't even have the regular season, you know, they're nothing. They you know, Giannis <laughs> needs to learn nothing. how to shoot the ball, and until he does, they ain't winning nothing.
2: Wow. Dude the the Bucks are so bad in the playoffs they lost to the Miami Heat. Wow. Oh,
1: relax. All right, calm down. relax.
2: Calm down, guys.
0: <laughs> um
1: I, I you go ahead, you. <laughs> uh
2: okay, so I don't think they're nothing. Yeah, you're <laughs> crazy. Um, I, I think uh, Jake, did you say you had them third or fourth? Fourth. Um, okay, I had I them, have them fourth and as a contender. I think um, because mainly because I love Drew Holiday, and I think adding him is—I mean, that's an elite defensive player for sure. And I don't know. Would you call him an elite offensive player? Maybe not, but well, he's a very just have good a team one.
1: In the game, that's that's good enough.
2: I
0: think he's somebody that can that really fits well because he is somebody who's very versatile and that he can play on and off the ball. He's, he can hit shots. He did really well. Um, If you remember back in the Pelicans, um, you know, when AD was there and they, and they swept yeah. the Blazers in the first round, Drew Holiday was
2: great in that series. So
0: he's somebody I think you yeah. can do really and, and well. And for that playing reason,
2: I, I think third is fair. Uh, like when Giannis starts getting his Ben Simmons eyes, you know, holding the ball with no one in front of him and can't shoot it. Um, he'll have Drew Holiday this year to kind of yeah. to to lean on. Um, so for sure, I think they're contenders. We say this every year, but I don't know. Maybe this is the year Giannis will start to click in the playoffs. I I don't know. I mean, it's getting kind of annoying watching this guy win MVP and then just flame out in the playoffs. But um, seems like sooner or later he has to turn it around, right? I mean, all right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think Drew's going to help, and, and I, you know,
0: I think that is the big thing as far as belief um, in them. It I is, think they're contenders, that, and I
1: agree with Evan See, of them to? being third in the East when it comes to being, you know, contenders. Uh, they have literally everything, and they check every single box on the list. Um, with being third place, obviously you're going to. They have competent wing help, which is going to be amazing because they have a whole bunch of players that can play. Um They have uh, two bona fide stars in Milton and in, what's his face, Uh, Giannis. Uh, And they also have Drew Holiday, who's going to be really good, too. I mean, he's not, you know, a bona fide star, but he's definitely an elite, you know, two-way player, you know, Mm -hmm. giving you 17, 5, and 5. They have a big man in Giannis who gives you 20 and 10. They have playoff experience, like, bar none. I know that they lost against us last year, which is amazing. But, you know, just like you said, just it was just booting playing and Eric Spostra's like elite, you know, coaching uh, top 10 in offensive defense with six and uh, eight respectively. Uh, they have multiple closers, you know, just like Evan said, you know, having Drew Holiday this year around, you know, P.J. Tucker on the wing. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if he starts or not. I really don't know. Um but having him on the, the cast to, you know, help defend a little bit, he's definitely a corner specialist as well. Uh, whenever he gets his legs under him, I think he's only scoring like one point a game this this time around with uh, the Bucks, Uh But it's only been three games. Um, and they have, you know, like I said, strong depth and a strong record as well. Um, I know that Giannis has definitely fumbled the bag uh, the last, you know, few seasons, but at the same time, it wasn't him because this dude's still, you know, averaging 20 and 10. <laughs> you know, I know that he, you know, might've had a, a sucky experience, but, you know, teams kind of focused on him, but now they have, you know, Drew Holiday who can shoot. They have Brendan Forbes or name Forbes from uh, uh, the Spurs, who's uh, almost 50% shooter or 45% shooter. Like they have a bunch of people that's going to actually help them, uh, play this year, hopefully, you know. But at the same time, if we go against Miami, they're going against Miami. Obviously, I want them to lose. But um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. I think Giannis has a knee injury. He's day to day, but you know,
0: we'll see how that goes. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he'll be back by by the time it gets real, um, for sure. So, all you right. So, anyone it? else have any uh any thoughts about Milwaukee? <laughs> Alright, so this is gonna be a very interesting one. Um
2: I've I think there's gonna be some
0: some very stark difference of opinions here. Um Yeah, so next we have the, the, the Brooklyn Nets and um out out of respect, I want to go to Michael, you are a actually. Nets fan, so I'm gonna let you go first. Um just so I can address, damn. you know. I know I'm gonna hear some, some um, dumb
3: takes. So I'm gonna go last so I can address them. All right, I, I want no. Like... At like... <laughs> or, yeah, yes, no
2: just I want. No.
0: I. Can go, to I can go. Other, I can go first. I can go first. That's fine. I know everybody's been waiting for this. And by the way, I, I apologize to you guys because Yo, this is probably one our, our sponsors are gonna run away screaming. Um, <laughs> they might pull out too. Except for yeah, show off right, training my, and my, for thirty seconds. Other... So I will say. oh okay. no. Wow. I have them That's crazy. as a contender. I do. A contender. Okay, but I have them as number five, and let me explain. That's why. true. First of all, you have injury questions. Um, they have all. They have all missed all. Their entire big three has missed a lot of time this season. I think KD has only played like twenty games. Um, and he's just coming back tonight. I saw, but he's missed a lot of time and. With him, with him being out for the season last year and him missing all this time this year, it's like, are we confident mm. that he's going to make it through the rest of the season healthy? Um, and James Harden is someone who never misses any time. He he is an Iron Man. He, you know, his his calling card is kind of getting teams through the regular season and really putting up good numbers and kind of carrying the load. And he's you know out for at least ten days and and you know he's got a hamstring like that's something that could that could reoccur. And then you you look at Kyrie Irving. And his history is, um, you know, he's, he the only playoffs he's played in since the 2016, uh, or uh, I think the 2017 finals, yeah, the 2017 finals, the only playoffs he's played in, he quit on his team in. So like, I, I, I just don't have any faith in, 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 in them staying healthy. If they do stay healthy, healthy, then, you know, that, that'll go a long way to putting what I'm going to say away, but as far as not believing in them as much as some of the other contenders. But um, then you have, uh, you have chemistry questions. Um, their big three has played seven games together to this point, And with the Harden injury, that's probably not going to get any higher anytime soon. So I have serious questions as to whether you can just pick up and take that into the playoffs, which is a very different game than the regular season. And just expect that to completely translate and everything be fine. Um, next you have defense uh they're currently ranked 25th in defense no team since the early 2000s has won a title um with less than the 11th defense so i have serious concerns with that and then you just look at their roster and it's just minus defenders all over the place like kd is a plus defender um bruce brown i'll give him credit he's a plus defender um Nicholas Claxton could be a plus defender, but the problem is since they signed Lamarcus Aldridge, he's only playing twelve minutes a game. I saw, so um, you know if they don't play him, that doesn't matter. And it's just like I I just look at the rest of the team and I just see minus defenders. I think the right coach in the playoffs um, Mm -hmm. could could really find a way to exploit that, um, you know, and really design some schemes to go after that. Then you have uh, you have skill overlap. one of my beliefs about basketball is when you have like a big three, your third dude needs to be more than a score. And that's one of the reasons why this off season, I'll apply it to my own team too. I'm not discriminating. Like I think the Celtics should probably look to look at moving from off of Pemba Walker in the off season because he is a third guy and he is a scorer first. That's what he does. And you know, we might need someone who's more of a, a playmaker or defender in that spot. So I don't really think – you look at the teams, you know, Klay Thompson and Draymond Green, they did more. Chris Bosh, he did more. Um, Ray Allen and and Kevin Garnett did more. I mean, so it's it's just who's the third best player on the Nets? Well, it's Kyrie. Well, what's he? What's he? You know, a scorer. So I I just have questions as to whether there's diminishing returns there. Obviously, when you have – you know, that's why they've been doing so well with just two of them on the court is because I really do think it's – there's some diminishing returns. Jeez. and this is where the sponsors are really going to start uh running away um, I think their big three is soft and they're going to struggle when faced with adversity um, they all have a history of quitting when the going gets tough uh, in the 2016 western Western conference finals when uh the thunder blew the three to one lead Kevin Durant instead of coming back the next year and saying you know what we're gonna we're gonna stick it we're, we're gonna get it get right back there we're we're gonna stick it to them we're gonna persevere no he went and joined the team that beat him um james harden uh he he constantly insisted on all these changes with the rockets and he got his way every single time and then when the going got got a little bit tough this year and it's they could have been good if he'd stayed there i mean christian wood john wall like that could have been an interesting team but you know the going got a little tough, and he was like, <laughs> "No, I'm just going to quit, and I'm just going to get fat, and I'm going to go party, and I'm not going to try." And, and and he forced he forced a trade, and then and, and then you can get into what what Kyrie did in, in both Boston and Cleveland. Um, you know, in, in Cleveland he like shut down and wouldn't talk to his teammates, and um, and and and, and then with with Boston he, he he quit on the team and was just not completely not trying. I mean, he basically threw the playoff series against Milwaukee before he left. I mean, it was really really offensive what he did and um so so it's just I add that all up and it's like I made the comment earlier about um how the really the conference finals last year was defined by the team the team that won was the team that dealt with adversity the best um the Celtics could not handle adversity Miami could and that's a big reason why Miami won they were just the puffer tougher team and I just have real questions especially since they haven't even played together like how is that team going to really get through adversity? I, I just don't think they're going to. So, um, yeah, they have to be a contender just because on paper, um, they obviously have great offensive players. Um, so you have to give them them credit for that. And things could obviously break a certain way. And, and you know, they, they have a lot of upside. But as it stands right now, I can't in good conscience put them above the Top teams I have. I'll call them the contender.
2: Go ahead. Uh, and put their number
0: five. On so I wants to go my now.
2: response would be like, you just listed a bunch of concerns, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not sure any of them are invalid. Like I think they're <laughs> all fair, and I wouldn't argue and be like, no, I, th- I think you're wrong here. So even with that, I appreciate they're that. the one seed <laughs> 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 or tied for the one seed with the Sixers, who have been. Mostly healthy. Um, and they've had a couple COVID issues, but nothing major. Um, so even with those 8, 9, 10 concerns, they're still the one seed. Um, and could it blow up in the playoffs? Yes. But I tend to give them the benefit of the doubt. Just because with that much talent, it's just sort of unprecedented. And like you you pointed out their really low defensive rating. Um. Like no team or only one team since 2000 has won a title with uh, 11th.
0: Yeah, and 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 I said I said 11th, and that mm-hmm. was the uh, so 11th was the Warriors the second year, the, the KD Warriors. They were obviously mm-hmm. coasting, and they obviously had 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 that experience of playing together, and they knew they could go in and, and win. I think nobody else, other you know, outside of the top ten, has done it since. The Shaq and Kobe Lakers, and that was you know so long ago. Yeah, be, you know, be a different. But um,
2: now. I just think their sheer firepower on offense just kind mm-hmm. of overshadows that. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, like you mentioned, the Warriors coasting. Yeah, this team hasn't played together before. But I, I don't know. When you have that much talent, I, I'm not sure they're going to grind it out in the regular season every night. Like they could very much be a team that just flips the switch in the playoffs and suddenly. They're trying. I, I mean, when they get up against good teams, right? It seems like they show up. Yeah. They play defense when they have to against, you know, the Lakers in prime time. So I don't worry as much about that um, as you do. Obviously, they're contenders. They're my number one contender, um, maybe in the whole league. So, and I wish that wasn't the case, but yeah. <laughs> uh, are you done eating? Yeah, I think
1: I think they're number uh, two. Yeah, that's all um, there, by the way. And okay. I, you know, don't want to say that, but you know, E's right about it. Do they have a strong record? Absolutely. Um, even with the inconsistencies due to injuries, they do uh still have a strong record. Do they have depth? We you know with uh Blake Griffin and Marcus Aldridge coming into the lineup, you know, they definitely now have a lot of depth. Uh do I still think that they're top heavy when it comes to, you know, their uh uh Players, I do, but you know that's also going to be something to kind of carry it, carry them to the finals because of you know the Golden State Warriors having that, that very similar uh, lineup as well. Um, t- do they? T- this? Of, I'm sorry, just just go ahead, go ahead, go ahead
2: As you being someone and Jake as well, and probably Mike, um, probably all knowing more than me about basketball, could you see like how often would you say the Nets might stagger their big three in the playoffs?
1: Uh, you mean like, and I, that's the thing. Like, like two no matter, on, one off, exactly. That's and that's that's what I was gonna lead to. Like, no matter what the lineup is, there's gonna be at least one of those guys. You yeah. know, Sometimes two of those guys throughout the whole entire uh uh, forty eight minutes, or if they do overtime, there's always go- gonna be someone who's gonna be there to to help. You know, ease the burden when it comes to scoring. And that's gonna be a sucky part, but at the same time, they do have not the greatest defense at twenty five but I don't really count it as a as a hard twenty five I count it as more of a soft twenty five because you know k d hasn't really been in games for like, what fifty thousand uh fifty thousand games like he's he he's playing tonight, I'm hearing mm-hmm. um, but he hasn't been in you know, and now that he is in hardens out, you know, so they haven't really we haven't really seen their fullest potential when it comes to defense i'm not saying that it's going to be much different but there's going to be a difference between 25 and maybe like 18 or 25 and 15 or something so if they're 15th i think that's a little bit closer to that 11th that he was talking about uh uh golden state doing um but you know like i said i've still put their their top heavy but they still have you know i don't know if spencer dim what going to play or not i don't know if he is you know bruce brown's a a decent defender um uh, Nicholas, Nicholas Nicholas Claxton, if he plays in the playoffs, is is a decent defender now, and I'm giving him props. Uh, but you know, like they have, you know, I said at least two bona fide stars. They have fucking three. You know, like that's that's the thing. Like I've, everyone I've been talking about the whole entire uh, uh, podcast, so they have two. You know, they have a big man or another dude or two wing players. But these motherfuckers have three, plus old aging old stars, plus a fuck ton of playoff experience, you know, plus multiple uh, closers and different ways to have that offensive vocal, uh, vocal point uh, versatility, like I was saying, you know, like, no matter what, you can put AD or AD, KD and, and Harden. Let them run for 12 to 15 minutes. Oh, no, you don't want to do that? That's not working? Okay. Kyrie and Harden. Oh, Kyrie and, a- like, it's just so many different ways to just, like, fuck you up. Which, you know, like I said, it sucks. <laughs> but, you know, that's that's why they, on paper at least, is, you know... Goddamn, Michael. <laughs> uh, that's why, you know, it's, it's definitely very difficult with that. Um, but, you know, I always say, you know, that doesn't mean that it's end-all, be-all, you know. Just because what you see on paper might not be able to. Because I also agree with Jake in the the sense that, you know you know teams with bad chemistry and might have you know a little bit of weak-mindedness might not help as well um i don't believe the whole katie thing i think katie's mentally tough enough to win championships because we have seen that same thing with Kyrie, but we'll see what happens with them together that's all i wanted to say
2: Mm -hmm. i uh
3: Yeah, well... Voicing is is strong. uh, Yeah, yeah, you know, listen. She heard heard some bad takes. (laughs) You know, she she got a little pissed off. I'm about to... Now, listen, I'm going to be brutally honest. They're not contenders. They're the favorites.
1: (laughs) Mm. (laughs) But rightfully
3: so, you know. Look at this team. You got three top ten players. You got me. Right? You got depth on top of depth on top of depth, you know. You want to talk about uh, adversity? Yo, look at all these injuries. They still won 21 of their past 25. The worst. They're still tied for number one in the East. Going to take it if they beat the Pelicans tonight. You know, it's this team. You want to talk about the uh, mentality of KD. You know, I think he was even more mentally weak in the Warriors. And he won back-to-back finals MVPs, right? Like that did not affect him. And the defense, I think um, they've improved a lot. And one thing that doesn't annoy me about them is they play to their competition. You know, like you look at their record against teams above 500. Wonderful. But they have a losing record to teams below 500. You know, and it's just the depth. It's like no matter what, you said it, T. There's always going to be one top 10 player on the court plus a bunch of solid role players. You know, you look at the big man rotation. Is it and? Blake Griffin, or is it Lamarcus Aldridge and Jeff Green? Like, they're all solid. I don't think there's a weakness there. Not to mention, you got Joe Harris running around, breaking all the three point records, shooting 50% on almost seven attempts a game. I just, I do not see this team getting beaten in a seven game series. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I haven't even really thought about how their depth, even if they didn't have it, wouldn't matter quite as much because you would always have a Future Hall of Famer kind of anchoring them. So that's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Not to mention, that man Kyrie Irving is having the best season of his career. <laughs> you know, dude's been crazy this year. Dude started dunking recently. Since when? I care about that. Hey, I can't. Hey, about Aaron that, Gordon. Though.
1: What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, hey,
3: that's what exactly. it is. You're going to be in a dunk contest soon. Yeah, I'm right. telling you. Um, that dude would be in the layup line doing self alley Get out of
1: here. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> all right so so there you have it some some very different uh different takes on that but we all do agree at the end of the day um you know that that they're they are a contender um so so some vi- vi- so we, we vary wildly on on how much but everybody does agree that yeah. they are um so yeah even after all that we do agree on something so, so there you go um So last, uh, but certainly not least, we have the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. Um, Yeah. So I will say. Evan, you have the floor. It's quite depressing when you have
2: the best team your your franchise has had in like 40 years. Uh, The same year, another random team decides to construct the (laughs) most ridiculous super team known to mankind. Like, this should be our year. It should be like, we're the favorites in the NBA. Like. We're riding high. and Embiid my win MVP. But it's just like this dark cloud over our great season, knowing we're just going to run into a wall in the playoffs, and it's just going to be what depressing. <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously, they're contenders, and uh, could they beat the Nets? Sure. So I think they're going to no. Should I stop then. making points by asking myself questions? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I, I don't know. I guess my question to you guys would be how do they beat the Nets in a seven game series? Like I got you. Yeah. yeah. Very simply, they don't.
0: <laughs> go well so why why don't I go then? Go ahead. Why don't I go next because I have some uh takes on that. So I think the Sixers are definitely contenders. And I have them as my number one team in the East. I think uh, as uh, – right now, I have them coming out of the East uh, to play in the NBA Finals. Um, I think they're that good. Um, I think they have the MVP on their team. Now, break it down I think should win MVP, Joel Embiid. No, you so lost me on that one, pal. <laughs> oh, I think they have the Defensive Player of the Year on their team, and Ben Simmons. Um, this is uh, now, now, this is by a slight margin. I obviously think those other extenders but I do think they're the final favorites. Yeah, I look please. at George Hill. He was a great uh, deadline addition to them. He um, fills a lot of the, uh, Kyle Lowry uh, would have filled, but at a much cheaper price. And Tobias Harris's improvement is a key. Everybody was talking last year about how he was one of the worst contracts in basketball, and he's come back and had damn near an all-star season. Um Maybe I, – I think that goes, you know, to to, the, to my next point, too, is the coaching upgrade from Brett Brown to Doc Rivers. I think Doc Rivers going in is really you – know, he's really been someone who's able to reach Tobias throughout his career, and I think he's really helped um, him play well. And he's just helped the team really play well. You have uh, – and you have a really good, you know, cast of role players as well. Like, you know, like obviously, up hill, you've got Seth Curry is that? Sharpshooter that they didn't have last year because um, they you know they missed JJ Reddick now they've got one in Seth Curry they've got Danny Dean. Um, you know they've got Dwight Dwight Howard is contributing off their bench um, they could use a stretch big that's one possible weakness um, if they could have if they could have found a way either on the buyout market or um, getting into that old depot trade somehow to get Kelly Olynyk they could have found a way to do that um, I, I would like them even more. But even as is, uh, I I love the uh, and You know, obviously, Daryl Morey as well. Daryl should win exactly. Um, yeah, no, no, go ahead. And, 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 so, can I finish, or do you do you want to go? Okay. Well, and I, I was just going to say the big question with, with them is, you know, I, I obviously listed all the stuff that's changed, right? But you know, the question is the same: Can Embiid and Simmons kind of shake shake their? Slightly disappointing playoff history to, to to this point, and you ask how how they beat the Nets? Two words: Joel uh, Embiid,
2: it, and and that could happen. Like Embiid could very well average thirty, 30 or more times. in the playoffs, but with the Sixers, and this has been the issue, Put in, every year except one, but... is they don't have the guy, the hmm. throw me the inbound in a close game in the fourth quarter and I'll just make things happen, guy. Yeah. Um, They had him in Jimmy Butler, but Elton Brand decided to sign Al Horford instead. Um, If we had Jimmy Butler right now, yeah, I would say, hey, I think we can beat the Nets. But um, (laughs) I I don't know. Like, If it's a close game down the stretch in the playoffs, we need to feed Embiid. He'll get double teamed, and then we have to hope Danny Green and Seth Curry can keep hitting open threes. And maybe they will, and it could work, and we could win, but... The Nets have three of those guys that we have zero of, and uh, I just, I don't know. I don't see it going well. Yeah, he could. Do you think with the way Tobias Harris has played this, he's not going to dribble by someone and hit a pull-up. Like Usually what he'll do is get the ball kind of back down in the paint for a minute and shoot a turnaround jumper. It's just, I, I don't know. I have a hard time seeing him consistently squaring up on the perimeter and getting shots for himself or creating for others. And he's been great this year. I've been, obviously it's been huge that he's a good basketball player again. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I don't know. I would need to see that from him consistently. And he's done it on occasion this year and uh, he's scoring like 20 a game, which is good. But again, a lot of that is from, Embiid being in the paints, getting double-teamed, and he's just been much better this year about finding open guys. And Tobias Harris has benefited from that, and so have uh, Green and Curry. So it could work. I'm not saying we don't have a chance. I just I can't say I expect them to beat the Nets. But, yes, they're contenders. Okay, and,
0: and one other thing real quick before we, we we'll let TNT and Michael have a word here um. Well, and one other thing off the end of the game stuff. One thing I remember, and this goes way back when Doc Rivers was the coach of the Celtics with KG and Pierce at the end, and I was watching that team a lot. One thing I remember about Doc is that he was really good at like drawing up um, plays out of timeouts. So I wonder if that's something that could help aid you guys in close games as well. Like, yeah, no one's expecting Seth Curry to get the ball necessarily at the end of the close game. Yeah. But what if you draw up some? Great yeah. Play, and Seth Curry, and he can he gets handle the ball over to him, and
2: he hits an open. Play, um. You know, I'm not sure. I would. Want him in an end game situation to to do so, but yeah, I, I mean what you're saying is definitely possible, and, and we have enough we definitely have enough guys who can hit an open three or hit a three on the move. I was just giving you, um, an example, you know to make that happen, but it's going to be hard it's like we have to play perfectly for that to work to win a close series. it feels like
1: <clears throat> um so they they are what? Okay. All right. 13th See, what are your thoughts? In offense and in fourth in defense. And since they're, you know, top four, something like that, or, or uh sorry, they're second in defense. Sorry about that. They're second in defense. Um, so you know, they're 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 decent. You know, they're obviously, you know, good at what they do. Uh injuries definitely weren't that great, especially with that, you know, leg issue with Joel. Um, but you know, I think they're number one. I think they're about Brooklyn. And the reason why is because as Brooklyn is top-heavy with their, you know, wing players, you know, um, the 76ers are a well-balanced team with, you know, a lot of depth as well. Picking up Curry, picking up Danny Green definitely helps you out with a three-point shooting, which you guys definitely needed from last year. You guys got swept last year because obviously injury, but at the same time, it just, you know, didn't help i also have a bias with you know what's his name uh benjamin david uh uh <laughs> simmons benjamin <laughs> simmons uh he's um he's what i like to call mr plateau he's been playing the league like four or five years literally had the same stats all throughout this like he does the same 15 9 and 8 or some shit like yo get the hell out of here like i oh, i i hate him he's he reminds me of uh of um, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But even with that said, you know, quotation marks, he's still a star in this league, you know, by, you know, narrative standards. Anyway. That, <laughs> he's like a I four-time All-Star. He's, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why. You know, Bam Adebayo. Let, 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 oh let, let me God. go to a little bit of attention. Bam Adebayo had 13 to 15 points a game last year. And I think ten rebounds and five assists. That was his first year being a starter. Now he is nineteen nine and and five or something nineteen nine. Like he went from one to another. He he increased everything, and he didn't get into the, into the into the into the what you call it. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. I'm not a huge stat guy or anything. I'm not trying to say that stats rule the world. But like yo, he's top five in defensive rating too. In 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 like come on, bro. Like, like, come on! Does it does not make any sense why it's 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 a popularity con uh, contest when it comes to the All Star game? That's the thing that pisses me off. Joel and Bede should not be there, and the reason why is because we were like eighth place, or maybe a little. I think it might have been tenth place when you know the the conference or the All Star game was happening. But anyway, I, I digress. You guys still, again, like I said, have a decent team with you know one and a half stars. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But you guys got two stars. You got Tobias Harris, which, you know, he's he's on the cusp of being like a star as well. Like he's like that borderline star, you know. Um, Tyrese Max, he's a young guy that, you know, could give you some hot you know, minutes off the, the bench. Uh Seth Curry is, you know, always been a sniper. He's someone that people need to keep an eye out. And, you know, like with let's say, for example, conference finals, they're trying to go to the finals, uh, Nets versus uh that's versus 76ers, who's guarding Curry? I understand that anyone could guard Curry, but, like, with the low defensive one, two, and three, who's going to actually stick to Curry? Curry's one of those guys he can actually get the ball and shoot, and he's a catch-and-shooter, you know? So that's something that you always got to worry about with that. You know, don't forget Ray – Now yeah, I was going to say Ray John Tucker. <laughs> uh, Danny Green could defend. You know, you guys, again, top two defense in the, in the whole entire league. Like I think you guys are going to be more than fine, and you guys got a couple things that that uh, Brooklyn don't have. And again, it's it's Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is going to give you triple doubles. Joel, Joel Embiid, like no matter who's on that other side, they're not guarding this guy. This is going to give you thirty a night if healthy, you know. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, like you you, you guys will be fine. You know, it will be it'll be a tough game, but you guys have the defense for it because you guys are top two, you know, as opposed to Brooklyn being number 25, you know, even with their best, let's say they're at their 15, they're not going to be able to guard that. You guys are going to be able to guard those, those guys eventually. And you guys have, like, top 13 in, in, in offense. So, again, you just got to shape up, and you guys can at least hit the top 10 if you guys are, like, you know, shooting – with all barrels, I guess, you know, you, you'll you be fine. You'll be 100% fine. That's it. Go ahead, Mike.
3: Hey, you know, listen, the Sixers are good, but uh, they're a little overrated from be honest.
1: You know, Ben Simmons
3: sucks. You know, I think Jared Dudley said it best a couple of years ago. Did you know, my man just effort.
1: quote Jared Dudley? Yeah, I don't understand. Just of do course, Mets well
3: that legend, all right? But yeah, listen, Ben Simmons got to learn how to shoot. <laughs> You know, I don't like him in that role that he's playing. I would love to see him somewhere else as a small ball five. But obviously, you can't do that when you have Embiid. I yo, actually love him like, in that role. Listen, you're a good team. I don't. <laughs> but listen. He's a nice match. Like, everyone. He needs to learn how to shoot. Like, he is, is Kyrie but, guarding him?
1: Yo. Is Joe nah, Harris guarding listen, him? I'm not. Is Harden guarding him? Maybe. Fuck, no. We'll see. <laughs> Harden probably you know, could. Harden's a good first oh. defender. Dude, he, yo, listen. Put I him on the
3: You know. Leave him wide open. At the oh, absolutely. Line, I you know. agree with that. I know. It's the same way you stop Giannis. You know, you just build a little wall. I think in the that's a problem. They also have the problem. The thing about him. Embiid. Here's my thing, though, about Embiid, though, is. Listen, the dude's going to average 30. Like, straight up. Nobody's stopping Embiid. We saw what he did to Gold Bear not that long ago, who's the leading defensive player of the year right but to me it's like i just i don't know if the guys around him will be enough to to get them over the hump when it comes to brooklyn you know any other team i think philly would beat them i think the heat could rival them honestly you know full strength but when it comes to brooklyn i don't know if the guys around him beat is enough
1: i think they'll be fine Hopefully they'll, they'll put Matisse a... Thibault. He scores three points a game on somebody and just sick them. That's it. Yeah,
2: Matisse is insane.
1: You just need to defend. You just need someone to defend someone. That's it. You would be able to run those dudes out, no, bro. It's over. They, Matisse's
0: defense in
1: the game last night. Defenders. They got some tough defenders. Again, you're yeah, not, see, if you're number two, two you in the, right if now. you're yeah, number so. two in the league in defense, and you're actually number one in, in the Eastern Conference? Like, come on.
2: like You'll it, it, be fine. Is Utah number one? Number, uh, number
1: one? I think Lakers number one.
2: Lakers are number one.
1: Uh, Utah number four.
2: Okay. Interesting. So. Um, I, I don't know. I don't expect the Sixers to hold on to the one seed because it's just like, so. again, the Nets haven't even been healthy and it's tied. Uh, but coming up here, starting April 12th, Philly has a stretch at Dallas. Versus Brooklyn versus Clippers, um, Golden State, Phoenix, Bucks, Bucks back to back. So that's a 10 game stretch. I, I can't envision them holding on to the one seed through that.
1: I mean, you might be like four and six, or maybe even a split five and five, but you'd be fine. It, it, look, you, it doesn't even matter if you get the first or the second seed. It don't matter. You go to yeah, go to I don't the. Know. the like, we the don't the know how many fans are
2: going to be allowed uh, in, the, in the stadium. It could actually be a pretty big difference. I no, don't no, you know, man. It might be fifty percent by then. Who
1: knows? Nobody care about son, nobody care about Brooklyn fans.
2: I mean, yeah, they're all just Knicks fans looking to kill time. Exactly. Yeah, that's, exactly. um, you know, that's not that's the, the Knicks will always run New York, like no matter what.
3: Oh, yo, listen, they could have it because Brooklyn's the best borough anyway.
1: <laughs> I don't know anything about New York. Son, they
3: can have Staten Island. They could have the Bronx. Ain't nobody care about that shit. <laughs>
1: Ain't nobody. I know. Nobody care about Staten Island. Nobody really care about that. It's, just, it's a trash town. Yeah, bro. <laughs> don't the Knicks play in Manhattan. That's what it is.
3: They do, but you know, Manhattan's uh, overrated, so on all it is is traffic
2: and tourists. That's Come fair.
1: It it'll, don't matter.
2: But anyway, I, yeah. I mean, it might. Like, the Sixers are really good at home, historically. So, I, I you know, that could be important. I mean, hopefully you guys don't get that, because we're trying to beat you, too. Yeah. Yeah. I could see us losing to the Heat. Damn right. I'm also just naturally pessimistic, so. Um. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, T, I love how you say you're damn right, meanwhile, you, you had a the pretender. heat as well. A- <laughs> look, look, I just, I'm just not good with the team right now. Like, it's been really just shaky. But yeah. like I said, at the end of the season, if we're able to do something, like, if we're able to click, I think that we'll be able to be fine. You know, and it all depends on our first pick. Like, let's say, for example, we go against New York our first game. Cool. Beat them. Charlotte, cool. Beat them. Atlanta, I'm actually nervous. I'm not going to lie. You know. Garbage. Boston, beat them. Easy. You know, but, you know, we go against, depending on how low we sink. Philly, Brooklyn, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That first round, maybe not. Second round, yeah. First round, no. All
2: I know is I would not want to play the Heat in the playoffs. Like, someone else can take that. I agree with that.
0: yeah I, I would not yeah like i said i would rather, rather play the uh, 92
2: dream team think
1: the <laughs> yeah sounds like we uh, are almost done here i love it
0: yeah um so i think uh just to kind of wrap it up here and i'll, I'll just mention real quick so as far as what's coming up on this uh on this podcast channel um this is episode three um so episode four is going to be tomorrow we're going to dip into some NFL. we're gonna um i've got a mock draft ready to go and we're going to kind of go through that and break that down and and, and have some debate on those picks and then next week i think we're going to come back and do the western conference version of this podcast so that'll be episode five um so just to wrap it up i kind of want everybody to go through like you know, because that was kind of, um, you know, we kind of went team by team, but just just, just, just list who you do have as contenders. Um, so I'll go first. I have in, in order as far as most likely to least likely, I have the 76ers. Uh, I have the conference, the Heat, uh, the Eastern Celtics, conference, the Bucks, uh, and then the Nets.
1: Uh, playoff tree right now already. It's uh, 76ers one, Brooklyn two, Milwaukee three, Atlanta four.
2: and no miami
1: no and no miami
2: jesus so those are your four contenders
1: i'm also pessimistic okay
3: (laughs) okay yeah my contenders i got you know brooklyn as the overwhelming (laughs) favorites no no then you got philly you got miami you got the knicks what the
1: wait you got knicks at three
3: no, I got Knicks at four oh. behind Miami.
1: Wait, you got the? Oh yeah, you did say it's some wild ass thing like that. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, of course. Hey, I, reviews, I, see see love I love it. I
3: love it. Can't come out here with some boring ass <laughs> sticks, my guy. A of hot sauce okay, Mister
2: <laughs> Brooklyn are the favorites. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's a hot song?
1: <laughs> The Chicago Bulls are number one in the Let their... me tell you what. The Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs>
3: hey, you know what? The Cavs might be nice, though, yo. We got chef. Jared Allen. If
2: only like, uh, the Nets had Jared Allen.
3: Yeah, right? But it's okay. We got Nick Claxton. Oh, We're chilling.
2: I had some Brooklyn game on the other day, and some dude kept making plays, and I didn't know who it was, and it turned out to be Claxton. I was like, oh, Mike's been talking about that guy.
3: There you go. There you go. This dude, he's seven foot and can clamp anybody one through five. Uh, let's talk about. Um, right, I, I think I've seen this man clamp game.
2: Uh, well, I'm going to say the Brooklyn Nets <laughs> are <laughs> you probably have in no, I got the Nets one, the Sixers two, the Bucks three, the Heat four. Um, I don't think I had a fifth. But uh, yeah, for the record, I would like. Okay, so that was yours. I, I think the, I would the Bucks the probably have five. like ten more wins. I like but it. If the Bucks played the Heat, I, I don't know. That would be kind of a toss-up for me. Yeah, I agree. We already know how that one goes, buddy.
3: Yeah. Just, uh watch last year. Well. I mean I mean, I, I would pick
2: my um, Yeah, to quote yeah. Jake, I'm bullish on the heat. I'm uh I'd be worried about playing them.
0: I'll tell you this, Milwaukee is definitely hoping that they don't get um. And I know you guys run as high on. on, Yeah, they also I think they're really hoping they don't get Miami. Would they rather
1: go against Chicago or Boston? Chicago. You know, like that's just kind of how it goes. But I think, you know, in the future, this is just off topic. We should make a Joel and uh, not Joel, uh, Ben Simmons versus Bam out of bio post. There's just me. I might just do it on my own podcast. Yeah, I'm going to sit that one out.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I've retired from talking to T about Ben Simmons.
0: I mean, look. I think both are. I, I'm very bullish on both players. I think I. I really like both of those players. Um, I think they're both, you know, star players that are going to be around for a long time. Um, I think Bam is probably the third best center in the league, and I think uh, they made him say. Yeah, that they, ben Simmons he, is. They said you know, that he has. Uh, 30,
1: he's definitely uh, a from the three
2: right, right now. Who Ben?
1: Yeah, that's so stupid.
2: If he didn't shoot so many he's at the end of quarters, it would probably be higher.
1: But he. It says, like, he shoots point two attempts a game.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, 90% of them are just him chucking at full court. Um, when he actually shoots normally, he uh, he's... Oh, whatever. I don't, don't want to talk sure. about
1: it. Uh, we'll, we'll just go back to our sponsor, uh, Show Off Training. Uh, at Show Off Training... Wait, didn't we, we, believe- we drop them? Oh, no, no, no. They're, they're, they're uh, still pumping. Uh, <laughs> at Show Off Training, I mean, we Wait, didn't it- they
2: go bankrupt? <laughs> <laughs> i thought they were getting sued can we
1: pay the bills <laughs> uh at show Out training we believe in training and exercise with our purpose in mind in a world filled with information uh sometimes people get lost in with the sight of actually uh having beneficial uh knowledge or growth to achieve those individual goals So here we make sure we emphasize the client's individual goals. We customize the workout programs for clients and no cookie cutter workouts. And we also create the lasting lifestyle changes that we will create new and positive routines and we'll uh, make sure that we affect it positively, never negatively. Uh, Again, showofftraining.com. One more time, showofftraining.com.
2: Yeah. And I got to say, Well, a
0: major appreciation <laughs> yeah, goes out no, to show I'm, off I'm show training off saying, for uh, say, I, not running away I screaming after a <laughs> <laughs>
2: They got here in two days flat.
1: Again, positive, <laughs> positive, you know, aspect of your life. That's what we do here. And at that is training. why
0: we call this podcast yeah, yeah, The yeah. Clown. You here. Yeah. do so our other sponsor, we've got Per36 dot com. It's the best uh, analytics website on the internet, and you, uh, you know, they have they have an article out now about uh you know hustle stats, and you can kind oh, of see are they a of podcast the, too? You know, stuff that goes under the radar. Um, and, and, you know, okay. as far as like I read that yet? With... No, it's it's an analytics website from uh, Sheree and Rob. But, uh, you, yeah, well, I would highly uh, recommend it because you can go on there. I'm sure uh, so the, I'm sure that the book Miami at all Heat are very like well that, right. represented on that list. Um, on no. I've got to read
1: this. As as <laughs> Is there a speech to text so, yeah, um, uh, option?
0: <laughs> it's a website.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Can I, I need mean, someone gonna, to read it for me? Uh, I mean, yeah, can
1: I point, we're, we're gonna at point, we're going to have a police Dr. Seuss it right now. To... <laughs> he's a little
0: busy actually, right actually now getting the site up and running.
3: So. You know, I think the question has to be asked, though, guys. You know, I hear about all these sponsors. Hey, well, where's the money me? at?
2: You know, that, that's, hey, that's Jake's, what I'm Jake's putting it in an offshore account for us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> See, the money is... <laughs>
0: Well, the, you know the thing is, Wait, uh, T is the direct, uh, you know, T is Wait, the one who runs show off training, so he, he's getting the
2: benefit. This is just a
0: big, this is a favorite. Hey, how many? How many? Uh, uh, we're not He's getting the benefit. and He's uh, getting she's uh, uh, our
2: friends. Counting us, four.
0: Okay, that's what uh, we're talking about. I think on the on episode two we, we had, uh, and I was five of them, I and mean, we had like seven. Oh. We're, on, we're on some different platforms now. Um, like I I subscribe to the podcast Apple, on, uh, on Google Podcasts. Um, That's where I get all my podcasts from because I'm an Android user. So, uh... oh, We should okay, be on the That's a right to hear. We're, I know we're on Spotify. Right, case, show off training. At show off
1: training. We believe uh, we're on
0: some different things.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is all, uh, man. This is a great podcast. <laughs>
0: All right, guys, any just, any closing uh, thoughts? Yeah, I just hope the Sixers will pretty good.
2: Up. Yeah. Hopefully they don't.
0: Yeah, good job, guys. Um. All right, you know,
3: you guys made me miss half the next right, game, so uh, I'm going out.
2: Glad we cut it down to an hour. Later, guys. I'll, I'll
0: be
3: <laughs> – Yeah, could,
0: I, I, I put on the – You know, what, while we're yeah, on so – I'm the Knicks pretty are happy. Contenders. We're up 47-46 to the Knicks at half, and uh, we don't they have are? Kemba or Evan Fournier, so – I'm content with that honestly, because and that's a back-to-back. To show really I think Romeo Langford started, so he played. Well. That's good. All right. Yeah, tough back-to-back. So I guess oh, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up. Then we'll be back tomorrow with. Uh, we'll have. Uh, I don't think Mike is going to be on, but we will have Raleigh. All right. All right, cool. Thanks, man. Peace. Um, right
1: so
0: that should be